Welcome to another inspirational podcast at Real Life Church. For more great content and updates, visit reallifechurchkc.com. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today at Real Life Church Online. Man, we're excited you joined with us. If you're looking for some positive news, man, some encouragement, some hope, man, we're flipping the script in this season. And today we're talking about gratitude. I believe God's brought you on purpose with a purpose. And so I believe God is alive and active and every good thing is coming from God in this season. And I hope God's going to do a work in your heart. I know you're going to see things from a different perspective today. So I encourage you, jump in. We're going to have some songs of worship, give you some ways to connect and have a message straight from the Bible of gratitude to today. Hey, come on. I don't know where you're at, but stand to your feet, maybe in your living room, in your kitchen, and you better be on your feet. We're going to worship God. Let's just get in a different posture, get our hearts aligned with Him. Come on, let's just worship Jesus big today. Come on, everybody. Too late. 
then we are going to continue singing in prayer and worship to our great, good God. Lift up your hands, bow your hearts, give him all the praise he's worthy of this morning. People come together, strangers Sing his name, sing Jesus. 
Jesus, our redemption, our salvation is in his blood. We sing. Jesus, light of heaven, friend forever, his kingdom come. Amen. God, we come before you this morning and we just want to lift up your name. Man, you are a good God. You are a great God. You deserve all our honor and praise. Yes, God, thank you for the sacrifice of your son. There's one that's made people, all people of all times, just neighbors, and you've drawn us together for a greater purpose than we've ever could have come up with in ourselves. God, I just want to pray for somebody today. I know there's somebody just out there just listening right now. They just, uh, they don't know where to turn. They have, they've lost purpose in their life. They feel meaningless. And God, I know that today through this online gathering that they will find a hope in you, whether it's from addiction or whether it's a broken family or marriage. God, I just pray for them today. God, I pray that they experience you in an authentic way and they just feel blessed and they just feel alive today after hearing just the message of being positive in the in the gifts that you've given us. God, just we again, we want to lift up your name. You are you are worthy and uh you are you we want to give you all the honor in everything that we do and say. God, we just lift it up this morning and we do this all in Jesus' name. Amen. So wherever you're at today, just lift it up to God. Just tell him how much we care about him, how much we love him. He is the only one who's worthy of our praise and honor. We are so excited that we get to worship Jesus this morning. I want to welcome you again to Real Life Online this today. I'm Barry. I'm just one of the many people that get to serve here every week. And so we're excited that you are following with us this morning from wherever you're at. Uh, if you're new, I just want to just let you know that we are especially thankful that you've chosen to follow us today. And we just, we're just, again, we're excited that you are here with us today. So everybody a real life, can we make everybody that's new just feel welcome today? Let's give them some hearts, give them some likes. Just tell them that we care about them, show them how much we love them. And again, thank you so much for being here. So if you're new with us, you're, it's your first time following along, I want to invite you to fill out something called a digital communication card. And can you can do that two different ways. The first one is this, is by texting RLNEXT to 97000, or there's going to be a link that pops up in the comment section. You can click on that. And so what this is, this is a safe form for you to fill out. And when you turn that in, what we'll do is we'll have one of our team members just contact you over the phone and they just want to connect with you and make you feel welcome right here at Real Life. And they want to help you in any way that we can because we care about you because God cares about you. And a lot of people have asked me, Barry, why do you guys do that? Why do you take that extra step just to bring people in? And it really just flows out of what our mission here is at Real Life. And that's just to see people far from God discover their real life and purpose in Jesus. And so we just want to give you hope in Jesus' name today. And we know that God has something great for you. So uh, I just want to encourage you. One of the other ways that is just great to be on mission here is this is a team. This isn't a one-man band. And so one of the ways that you can be on mission is to share the content that's coming out. If this encourages you, it will encourage somebody else. So you'll never know who you have in your friends list and your contact list. Man, maybe they're going through something that you have no idea. And when you share this content with them, they get to follow along. And maybe this is a blessing that they never even saw coming and God can work in their lives today. So once you join in the mission with us today, just share this content and share that out to all your friends and family. I guarantee that you will be a blessing in somebody's life that you never could have imagined. So before Pastor Sean comes up to bring just an awesome message on staying positive, I want you guys follow along with me again and let's pray to God just to bless today's gathering. 
God, we come before you and we just pray. Uh, we want to pray a blessing on Pastor Sonny as he brings us a message of encouragement. I pray that his words just reach people today in a way that they had never have before, that they, they leave today's gathering just, just encouraged and know that God has something great for them. They have a purpose in their life that they're here for a reason. God, so I just want to lift up uh, everybody that's listening today. I pray that they have an authentic experience of you. And God, they just walk away just knowing that the Holy Spirit is real and that Jesus has something for them today. God, we also want to lift up just everybody that's worshiping across the city, across our country, across this world. God, I pray that 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 their that their worship uh, and that their gathering today is just a, is just an encouragement, just to the people around them, and especially just a, just an honor to you for everything that you've done for us today. God, so again, we just want to lift up who you are and everything that you've done for us today. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. So here's your opportunity. Find somebody in the list in the comment section. Just tell them how glad you are to see them. Show them some heart. Show them some love. We're excited to see you guys here today. <laughs>
right now. And we encourage you to get signed up. I mean, if you're on our dream team, get signed up. Come on, there's no reason that not to be a part of this. I mean, if you're uh, just watching for the first time, I mean, this is for you. If you're in a life group, this is for you. If you regularly attend, if you call Real Life Home, this is for you. I'm excited about our watch parties. And so I can't wait to see next Sunday when you guys gather in person. I'm grateful that we can do that. Well, today, the second part of the series, I'm grateful. I don't know about you, I don't be negative, but I'm kind of tired of all the negative news, man, all the things that are wrong, the things that aren't right. I have a propensity to be negative in my life. I don't know about you, but complaining is almost like an art form. I know some of you guys have the spiritual gift of complaining. I don't know what it is. It's the weather, it's too hot, it's too cold. Man, it was supposed to rain, it didn't rain. I don't care what it is, man. If it's in Southern California, it's just too perfect. You gotta complain about whatever it is. That's just how we're wired. You know, for some of us, you think you're above average driver. Who would say there's above average driver? I got some hands in the room, above average driver. You put your hand up right now, just do it. Teenagers, this is your chance that you're above average driver. Let somebody know you're above average driver. Hey, I'm not there, I don't know this, but I've done this before. Most of you probably put your hand there, you thought you're an amazing driver. Uh, that is the problem itself. We all can't be above average driver. I'm not gonna complain about your driving because I know it's not you, it's all those other people, it's all those other churches, it's not us that are on the street driving terrible, it's all those other people out there. You know how it is to complain. You go to the fast food restaurant, which is now 5,000 people long, you get in line, you order your food, and then it takes four and a half minutes to get your food and you're livid, you're hot. How dare they cook my chicken tenders fresh? Man, I want the old stale ones. I want the triple dipped, you know, in the oil. Like I can't, I want it now, right? And if you're like me, that's exactly who I am. You know, your car gets bad gas mileage. Come on, somebody got to complain about it. You open your fridge and there's nothing to eat. You turn on television, you have 2,000 channels and there's nothing to watch. How many of you guys have watched everything on Netflix? Come on, you can't find any anything to watch out of the millions of episodes, it's all over. You go to your closet, there's 50 feet of clothes hanging there, there's nothing to wear. And I don't know what I'm gonna do in my life, I don't know about you, but I have the propensity by nature not to be grateful. I want it bigger, I want more, I want it faster, I want it now, come on somebody. That is just our nature. And so today we're gonna talk about pursuing a heart of gratitude. Man, I just know God's gonna work in my life on this. It's so easy, man, to just be entitled and think about myself, but I'm just praying that God begins to do a work, not my life, because I believe that God wants to teach us some other values that flow out of gratitude, the value of being thankful, the value of generosity, the value of encouragement, the value of joy, all come from a heart of gratitude. And so I'm praying today that God's going to tear down the walls of entitlement and give us a new attitude of gratitude today. And so I want to encourage you this morning with a story that's found in the Bible where these lepers encounter Jesus. And uh, it's going to show us some tragedy today that most people aren't going to find gratitude. You're going to have to choose this yourself. It's found in Luke chapter 17, verse 11. This is what it starts. It says, now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. And as he was going into a village, man, how many lepers were there? Come on, this is real important. There were 10 men who had leprosy that met Jesus. They stood at a distance and called out in loud voice, Jesus, have pity on us. Man, these people had leprosy. It's a, neuro a neurological disorder where you lose feeling all across your body. You get open sores, and they're crying out from a distance to Jesus, have mercy on me. If you go back in the Old Testament, Leviticus 13, uh, it tells you some of the law around what it'd be like to have a disease and be called unclean. They had to tear their clothes. If they're walking down the street, they're wearing a mask, like we're wearing a mask today, and they had to call out, leper, unclean, uh, I stink, I've got a disease, you gotta stay away from me. And so this is obviously 
um, it's devastating for their life. Obviously, they're feeling rejection. Uh, they have open sores and wounds, and I know it's kind of disgusting to think about, but as they slept, a rat or any other animal could eat part of their flesh, and they wouldn't know it's happening because they can't feel their body. And so they're crying out to Jesus to have mercy. I love what he says in verse 14. It says, when Jesus saw them, he said, go show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. See, in the Old Testament, you'd go to a priest and you'd go through a ritual and you'd be cleansed. And in this New Testament, Jesus healed them on the way to see the priest. Now, I want you to see this next verse. It says, how many of them came back? How, how many came? Look at that. What does it say? It says, just one of them. A single one came back when he saw he was healed. He was made whole. He came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet. He thanked him. This is exactly what we should be doing today. Threw himself at Jesus' feet. He thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Isn't it crazy and odd that a Samaritan, the least likely person to interact with Jesus being a Jewish person? Imagine how much gratitude this Samaritan would have to have over the other nine to come back to Jesus and thank him. Look at verse 17. Jesus asked, were not all 10 cleansed? Did not everybody get healed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except for this foreigner? Man, all 10 had a miraculous healing. All 10 now had hope in their future hope they could turn back to a normal life. They didn't have to walk down the street and claim that they were unclean, that they had a future. They were restored to, their, to, to back to where they used to be. And so only one of the 10 came back. I want to encourage you today that I want to be one of the 10. Amen. Do you want to be one of the 10? You want to be one of the 100, one of the 1,000 that we're going to be grateful today. And so the question is real simple. How do we have gratitude? How do we choose gratitude, especially in this season where it'd be so easy to complain about everything and Include the food line at Culver's. Uh, it's so easy to complain. How do we choose gratitude in this season? I'll give you three statements to help you today to choose gratitude. The first thing is this, is that every good gift, gift comes from God. Every good gift comes from God. James 1.17 says this, every good gift comes, every good and perfect gift comes from where? It comes from God. It comes from above. You know, I think about a perfect gift. I think every day is a gift from God. And I think about somebody in our church that represents this. I think of Jody Hale. If you don't know Jody Hale's story, uh, he had, he had, he's a survivor of a transplant. Uh, transplant survivor. He's been through all sorts of procedures. He counted up 39 surgeries he's been a part of. And so he's living on borrowed time. Matter of fact, when he was a young man, uh, the doctors told him he wouldn't survive through his 30s. And so he's living in extra innings. Uh, he has cheated death. And his attitude is just full of grace and gratitude. He sees every day as a gift from God. Matter of fact, he was just in the hospital uh, just, just a few weeks back. And uh, if you talk to him, I mean, he's just so full of life that every day is a gift from God. There's breath in my lungs. Man, I'm just going to keep serving and keep pushing forward. And that's on his time frame. He just trusts God in the season with everything. You know what's pretty cool about Jody is he's actually hosting a watch party at his house. Of all people, to say, hey, I'm, not, I'm out. He said, no, God's got a purpose. I'm going to be hosting in this season to reach my neighbors on purpose. You know, for some of you, you think the stuff that you have in your life, you've worked for. Like this, I've, I've earned it. I deserved it. I mean, it's not God's gift. I mean, I, I've put my extra hours in. I mean, I've served hard. I've worked hard. Can I just encourage you? Your success is because of the resourcing, being a good steward, good steward of what God has given you. Your success is because the gifts that God has given you, that every good thing comes from God in this season. He's a giver of all good things. Just look at scripture. I mean, look at other people in the Bible who have been successful and what God did through them, uh, the things that he has authored and given to him in their season. I think about Noah. See, God gave Noah a plan to build the ark. God gave Noah the wood and saved his family. I think about the Israelites. 
how they had bread during the day. They had a pillar of fire at night. Think about David. God gave David a stone to kill Goliath. He gave Jonah a fish to swallow him up after he walked the plank and throw him up on the shore. Man, he gave the Virgin Mary, gave, gave her Jesus himself uh, and, and, and to have birth to the Savior. You think about the wise men. He gave him a star to lead them to Jesus. Man, think about us. We have the Prince of Peace. He came to our world. He gave us the gift of his son, Jesus, a on a cross for our sins. He gives us peace that only comes from heaven, surpasses all understanding. He gives us the Bible so we can follow his truth and his word and know him. He's given us good friends. He's given us life. He's given us life to enjoy. And so in this season, all these good gifts come from God. God is completely good. He's never not good. He is unchanging. He's always good in this season. He is unchangeable. He's consistently good. He's never not good. And every good thing comes from God. And so I believe the beginning of gratitude is when you recognize that every good thing in your life is a gift from God. Every good thing in your life is not from ourselves. It's not an entitlement. It's from Jesus himself. It's an attitude of gratitude. So three, three statements to help change your life is that every good thing comes from God. The second thing is this, I'm not going to let what I want rob me from what I have. Now I'm going to say it again. I'm not going to let what I want rob me from what I have in this season. What do you guys want? We want a better car. Come on, somebody. You want some of those spinners, you know, that go crazy, right? You want the extra horsepower. Man, you want you want those big tires that Rob picked up in Iowa. I mean, <laughs> was it Iowa? No. No, I was Illinois. Okay, so it's it maybe farther. I don't know. Um, Depends where we went. But man, you want all this extra stuff, right? We have more and more. Maybe it's a bigger house, right? It's got a third car garage. Uh, it's got granite countertops. Who knows that food tastes better on granite countertops? Come on, somebody. It just has a better flavor to it. Maybe it's got more and more and more and more. Look what it says in Ecclesiastes 6.9. It says this, better what the eye sees than roving of an appetite. Man, better what the eye sees than roving of an appetite. Better what you have today than what you don't have. Uh, better to possess and be happy than it's a long for stuff you don't own. In other words, gratitude turns what you want into enough. Gratitude turns what you what you have in this moment into enough. The Bible says this better what the eye sees than the roving of the appetite. Here's the point. It's not happy people who are grateful. It is grateful people who are happy. It's grateful people who are happy. Here's the point. I'm not going to let what I want rob me from the blessing of what I have. Man, I'm not going to let what I want rob me from the blessing of what I have in this season. Man, what do you have? If you got three meals a day, come on somebody. I know a lot of people are getting fed through the community. Most of us are eating three meals a day. Most of us clean water. We have clothes on our back. Man, you've got more than one pair of shoes. Man, you're doing better than most of the world. We got shoes for everything, don't we? Don't we, honey? You got shoes for everything. Man, you got shoes to work in. You got shoes to work out in. You got, you got shoes for church. You got shoes for home. You got uh, shoes to mow the grass in. You got athletic shoes, sports shoes. My wife even has shoes that are in our studio to make her look taller when she stands next to me on the camera. We got shoes everywhere. We all have shoes, right? Uh, we have clothes on our back. We have cars to drive. Man, here's the reality. If we have a job that pays minimum wage, you make more than 32 times the average person in the world. Man, I've got this amazing thing. I wish I had my, I should have brought my phone up here. I, I have this old school phone, right? Cause we got to upgrade, but I've got my iPhone 6S. Let me should pull that out real quick. My iPhone 6S. You guys can love this. This is like the oldest outdated phone in the world. It's, it's like just one step above a flip phone, right? And I remember preaching this message a couple years back and I had the same exact phone then and I haven't upgraded yet. You know why? Because it works. 
because it works. Now, some of you guys like, he's so old school. Look at this, you guys see it, old school. This is so you can remember those days, those iPhone 6s, you know, like what in the world? I can't believe the pastor has an iPhone 6. It works, I keep replacing it. Do you have an iPhone, what do you got? He's got a new one. 11 Pro Max. 11 Pro Max over here. We're not even going to room because it's gonna make it, you know. Mm. But I probably got one of the oldest phones around, but I just keep, I just keep, uh, you know, if it gets a chip, I just fix the screen and just keep moving forward. Why? Because you don't need everything. I know I'm getting old. You know, I don't have all the gadgets and gasmos. It didn't recognize my face. You know, somebody's gonna steal my fingerprint and get on my phone and do all that crazy stuff. It's actually so old, it doesn't work on everything anymore because they don't make upgrades for it. But I'm just telling you, in this season, we don't have to have bigger, best, and more. We don't have to upgrade. We have our health, we have our friends. Uh, you know what we have as a church? Uh, this is something special. Uh, what do we have as a church? Well, I know we don't have KT right now, but you know what we do have? Because this is leadership principle. Man, work what you got. Work what you got. You know what we have? We have driveways. Come on, somebody. We got backyards. We got garages. I like the idea of called garage church. It's just kind of a little salty. I like that idea. Man, hope is here. We're going to reach our neighbors. God has given us this season. We're going to work what we got. We're going to talk about what we don't have. We're going to talk about what we do have. Man, I'm so thankful for concrete. Come on, Barry. I'm thankful, <laughs> I'm thankful for concrete. I'm thankful for messy garages. I'm thankful for your backyards. Man, I'm thankful that it's spring into summer and so we can be outside. Like God has put us in in this season on purpose. We're gonna start with what we got. We're not gonna let what we don't have rob us from the blessing this season. Yeah, we can't meet in a big building. So what? We're gonna bring the church to people, amen? We're not invite them to a building. We're gonna bring the church to them. And so we're not gonna let what we don't have rob us from the blessing in this season. I think for some of us, what we need to do every now and then is we just need to go into the developing world. We need to get out of the first world. You gotta take a missions trip. You gotta travel overseas. You gotta go somewhere where it's a developing second, third world. You gotta get some experience. At first, you're gonna show up and you can feel bad for everybody. Man, these poor people, they're not running water, they're living on dirt floors, they're in huts, and you're gonna feel terrible for them. And then you're gonna realize that they have something that you don't have. Those Jesus-loving people, all of a sudden you realize, man, they have time with their family. They spend time with their kids. Man, they have a, they have a peace that only comes from God. There is hope in their life that only comes from Jesus. I don't know if you've been on a missionist trip, but every time I go, my first thought is, wow, man, these poor people, what is so crazy? And then I realized that there is more joy and more hope. Man, have you seen people worship in the heart of Africa in the middle of a village and they're worshiping Jesus? Like I've never seen anybody worship Jesus like that. And I'm telling you, there is a passion that only comes from knowing God himself, from eating from his hand. You know what? And then all of a sudden you, you go from feeling bad for them to feeling bad for yourself because all of a sudden you realize that you have so much and it's not enough and they have so little and it is enough that they are content in that season. Can I just tell you that gratitude changes what you have into enough in this season. We're not gonna let what we don't have rob us from what we do have in this season. Man, Paul says this in Philippians chapter four. He says, for I've learned to be content in whatever circumstance. This is so powerful. I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or whether I'm starving to death, going hungry, whether I'm plenty or in want if I'm in need. Here's the secret. He says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Man, how can Paul make this statement? Paul can make this statement because he knows what's like when Jesus is all he has. So you realize that Jesus is enough when he's all you have left is Jesus. When you have to eat from his hand, you realize that Jesus is enough 
for you. Can I encourage you in this season where things may be falling apart for you, your job may be falling apart, your family may be falling apart, things, the marriage may be on the rocks, you may feel like uh, maybe you have a health crisis or relational issues. Can I encourage you that Jesus is enough for you in this season, whether you have plenty or you in need, that God is going to carry you through this because he's going to give you strength in this season that we're going to choose to be grateful. And we're not going to talk about what we don't have. We're going to talk about what God has given us today. Hey, three powerful statements. First thing is this, everything, every good gift comes from God. Second thing is, I'm not going to let what I want rob me from what I have. And the third thing is this, I'm going to turn every blessing into praise. I don't know about you, if I don't turn my blessing into praise, it turns to pride. Man, if I don't give God the credit, it's so easy to say, man, I did that hard work. Look at look at all I put into that. Man, I got us here. I was self-made. Man, if I didn't put those extra hours in, if it, no, nobody did it this way, like, oh man, I'm so much better than that. Look, look what I did. I know God shut up a little bit, but look what I did. I've been serving hard, working hard. Look at all this effort. If I don't give God the blessing and turn it to praise, it turns to pride in this season. I want you to see what David says in Psalm 63, 4. He said, I will praise you as long as I live in your name. I'll lift up my hands. I will be fully satisfied satisfied as with the richest of food with singing lips my mouth will praise you man i'm gonna turn every blessing into praise in this season man how do you become thankful then how do you bless god in this season here's what i want to do i want to give you a story and then give you a challenge give you an exercise to do after this story you know years ago about 12 years ago me and diane we bought a duplex in belton uh, off bell ray uh, by quick trip uh, easy access to the highway and quick trips right there and lowe's so come on it's like the dream place right uh, this is 900 square feet it's one half bath uh, it was perfect for for me and diane it was gonna be our like first duplex and buy more duplexes and yada yada and then God threw a curveball. We took in uh, two foster uh, teenage girls. And so all of a sudden we went from having 900 square feet with one half bath with two of us to having four people, two of which are teenagers. And you want to guess where the master bathroom was, the only place to had a shower in the whole duplex? Yeah, it was, it was in the master bath. So you had to go into our room. So every morning they're getting ready for school. Every time they're, every time. So I catch myself complaining like, man, this place, man, it just, it just needs to be bigger. This needs to change. So I need to fast forward and I'll never forget this moment. Uh, we were driving back from Vapor Ministries uh, down in Alabama. We'd visited down there, went to a ropes course and me and my wife were youth leaders, uh, youth pastor. And we, we were traveling back on a bus and our oldest foster daughter, uh, she just went unresponsive. Uh, she still had a pulse and still was breathing, but like literally unresponsive on the bus. And so uh, we stopped, right? We're in Nashville. And it, literally I picked her up out of the seat and she was just laid over like, uh, like a limp dog, like a dead animal. Like literally picked her up, she's arms just hanging and carried her into the ER down in Nashville. And so they ran his test. You know, it's amazing how fast you get into the uh, to the back of the ER when you carry somebody in that's not responsive. And um, so we got in there, ran a CT scan, uh, came back with really nothing abnormal. Uh, we waited there for two, three hours. She came all the way back to like normal, um, just like nothing happened. It was kind of crazy. They're not sure what to do with it, scratching the head. Uh, long story short, six months later, uh, we spent six months, 24 seven, 24 hours a day, seven days a week by her side. She couldn't drive anymore because she'd pass out. She'd pass out at Ray Peck High School in the middle of the seats. Um, she, she would just pass out. You just never know what's gonna happen. And so the only thing she could do was move her eyes in the middle of this whole um, of passing out episode. She could just move her eyes and communicate. Left was no, right was yes. And so literally we'd be by her side, worried for her safety, worried what was gonna happen to her. Uh, if, and, it's, and obviously as a teenager, it's completely embarrassing, plus it's scary. And so for us, night and day, 24 seven, me and Diane are with her trying to figure out what to do. Well, months and months and months into this, 
um, six months, we end up seeing a neurologist at Children's Mercy. Uh, just so happened there's an episode they saw. And uh, through that, um, she got the help she needed. Um, she basically had an issue where like, you know, you sweat and uh, you're nervous and you sweat. Well, she got anxious and she passed out. And so it was a crazy deal behind the scenes, but um, but she made it through, made a full recovery. But I'm gonna tell you something, in those six months, while we were taking care of our oldest foster daughter, I promise you, I didn't think one time, man, my duplex, it's it, it's just not big enough. Like it, it didn't matter like that we had to go share a shower and, and one bathroom in the house. Matter of fact, I never thought one time my grass is, has too many weeds and I need to make more grass and be greener because my neighbor's is, is nicer. I never thought my AC should work in my truck. I, I never thought about my, my 401 or 403B or Dines 401K. I, I never thought about the bank count. I never thought about all this other stuff because it didn't matter. Matter of fact, the only thing that changed in those six months of my life was my perspective. See, nothing else changed. See, it was enough for me to focus on my family. My perspective changed, my heart changed, my direction changed. Can I encourage you? Here's your exercise, here's your challenge. I want you to pretend like what you have is gone. Just immediately think it's gone and then you get it back. So right now in this moment, I want you to imagine you get diagnosed with four stage cancer. Just imagine you've got cancer and you got a time clock on. All of a sudden you find out that you're healed and you have a second chance at life and you start beginning to realize that every day is a gift from God. I want you to imagine somebody you care about and you love is in a car accident and maybe you don't see them again. And imagine they're back today, right now in this moment, that God has brought them back to you. Man, don't you imagine you lost your job in this moment? Imagine that you're gone forever and all of a sudden you got your job back. How thankful would you be for your job? And all of a sudden you're gonna start thanking God for what it is. I've got a family, I have a house. Yeah, it, it's not perfect. The AC broke this week. I talked to somebody that had that, there's $10,000 bill, but I'm thankful. I'm thankful I have this place. I'm thankful I have my family. I'm thankful I have my job in this season. If you can't find something to be thankful for, be thankful for what it's not. Be thankful it's not worse. I'm so thankful that our foster daughter recovered fully through what she was going through. I'm so thankful that we had a place to live in that season. You know what? I still drove that jankety truck uh, for years and years. I have a way of driving really messed up vehicles. That's just how I roll. But you know what? The, the grass wasn't as green as the next door neighbor. But I'm telling you, be thankful for what God has put in your life. I'm gonna tell you something. Maybe be thankful for what it even isn't. Maybe be thankful that your job isn't worse. Maybe be thankful that your family's still around. Be thankful for your health. If you can't find something, be thankful that's not worse. Look what it says in Psalms 103. Then it says, let all that I am praise the Lord. Man, I may I never forget the good things he does for me. I love this. May I never forget. So often we forget. We forget all the good things that God has done and we lose our gratitude. Look what God's done for us. He forgives all my sins. He heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercy. He fills my life with good things. I'm telling you, I'm not, wait, I'm not waiting to be happy until I'm grateful. I'm gonna choose to be grateful and then I'll be happy. I know every good thing comes from God, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna miss the blessing waiting for what I want because I know God has given me what I need in this season. I'm gonna turn every praise and every blessing into praise in this season, man. I'm gonna choose a heart of gratitude. I don't know about you today, but I believe God is gonna speak to you to have the right perspective and the right heart. Man, we're gonna return to Jesus. I'm gonna be the one. I'm not gonna be the nine to forget God and get healed from all these things and God's blessings. I'm gonna take advantage. No, 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 I'm gonna run to Jesus. I think something you do today more than anything is to give God your praise 
this morning. Let them know you love them. I know it's the COVID season. I know it's not your favorite. I know some of you guys have lost businesses and lost work, and maybe you've lost family members, and you've, all these things are happening. It's crazy. But can we just stop and say, God, I'm so thankful for all the stuff in my life. I'm thankful that we can't get into KT in this season. I'm thankful that the COVID is here. I'm thankful that things aren't the way I want it. We can begin to thank God even for things that we don't understand because we're going to trust God in this season because he has something good planned for us in the future because we're going to choose to stay positive in this season. Man, I choose to be grateful. Father, come before you. God, we thank you for what you're doing in this season. God, I pray you just change our hearts, God, for the inside out, that we will be entitled. God, we wouldn't see any of this in our own strength, our own ability, but God, every good gift comes from you. God, that you've given us new life and hope and strength. God, we're not gonna miss the blessing in this season, looking for the blessing in the next. I wanna talk to somebody today that's struggling. Man, you've been pessimistic, you've been complaining, you've missed the heart of gratitude in this season, and I wanna encourage you, man, to choose a heart of gratitude. If that's you today, you know what? I wanna choose to be grateful. Man, it's a good reminder of the morning that God is a part of everything. All the good gifts come from him. I'm so thankful for these things around me. If that's you today and you choose to have a heart of gratitude and grow closer to Jesus, man, I'll pray for you. Say, Father God, thanks so much for what you're doing. God, life for our church. God, I pray we'd be a grateful church. God, that we wouldn't complain about what it isn't. God, be thankful for what it is. God, we're not going to miss the blessing in this season of watch parties. I know we want to meet together in a big space, and it feels like the church we grew up in and the church we know and the church we've been to for the last couple years. But in this season, God, we're so grateful. God, that people open their houses. We're grateful for the weather. God, we're grateful that you have pushed us to scatter across our communities. God, I pray for our hearts to be open just to what you're doing in this season. God, this is the current normal of what you're doing. God, I'm May not, this may not be my favorite season, God, but I just choose to be grateful and thank you through this. I know because I know you're working behind the scenes for something good to happen. I want to pray for you today that maybe struggle and say, I've never had this kind of gratitude towards Jesus. And maybe you don't fully understand who Jesus is and what he did for us. See, Jesus is God's son. It's his very best. And he came here to our universe, to our world, to our community, into the COVID crisis. Jesus is here. The Bible said that, that Jesus came and died on the cross for our sins. What is your sins? Your sins separate you from God. God is holy and our sins separate from him. But Jesus, paying the price for our sins, died and rose again on the third day for our sins. The Bible says that all of our sins, past, present, and future were nailed to the cross, that you can be forgiven today, you can be made free today. And when you call on Jesus, he's gonna give you a new name, he's gonna forgive you, he's gonna uh, cast your sins as far as the east is from the west, he's gonna bring you into his family. You might be wondering what is going on in your life right now. Can I encourage you, that's the Holy Spirit drawing you to himself in this season. The Holy Spirit is here to comfort you and care for you, and he's calling out to you today. And if you're gonna say yes to Jesus, you're gonna say yes to forgiveness, yes to a heart of gratitude changed by Jesus himself, you want a new life, man, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say, Father God, thanks so much for sending Jesus to die on a cross for my sin. God, I've been I've been missing this gratitude because I didn't know about your grace, but today I know about Jesus who died for me. God, I put my trust in you, Jesus. God, save me from my sins. God, make me whole. God, thank you for a new life. God, you can have mine. I want to serve you. I praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's give it up for everybody who put their faith in Jesus today. Let them know you love them. Come on, let's give it up for him today.
And if that's you today, congratulations. That's such an exciting step today. And so what I want you to do is I want you to text RLNEXT to 97000. That is going to connect you with your next steps in following Jesus. And maybe you've known Jesus for a while and you're just not sure what to do next. This site has some great ways for you to connect with the Bible app and some really cool ways you can share your story and start on that journey today. And if you're new with us today, or maybe you've been coming for a while or you're on our team, your next step today is to sign up for one of our watch parties. These are live online now, so you can get on the website, reallifechurchkc.com, check them out. What can you expect at a watch party? So this is going to be a casual way for people in smaller groups than our big gathering to get together in safe ways that are socially distanced, that are, you know, keeping people in line with all of the different guidelines and things that we're trying to adhere to as a church. But this is a way that you can be not just together hanging out, but what we like to say is friends on mission. So this is your way to say, hey, Jim Bob, my neighbor across the street, Bob. might not come to Kentucky Trail. Why are you pointing Jared for that? Jared Bob. <laughs> Jared Bob. Jim Bob. <laughs> Either way, my neighbor Jared Bob wouldn't maybe come to Kentucky Trail to church with me, but he might come over to say, hey, come hang out with us for about an hour, watch this cool thing, meet some of my friends, and just relax out on the back patio. It's like hanging out with friends, having just, you know, it's a casual environment, but I love that it's casual and it's still on mission. It's intentional. And so be thinking, you know, who can I invite out? Who can I get to? But first step is for you to get on there and check out these watch parties. So we're going to go through some of these watch party leaders and hosts so you can get an idea of where you are going to sign up to and head out to next week. So first we have the Wheelers. This is one of our hosts in Raymore. They're incredible actually live down the street from us in our neighborhood, have a great space where they are going to be doing in their garage. Garage so church, come on somebody. Garage church is Sean's new favorite. Prime real estate, see him driving by on the road. Dude, I love that. In. We have these flags we're putting out in <laughs> yes. everybody's yards that says hope is here. <coughs> Boom, it's a stake you drive in the ground. And mm -hmm. I, I mean, I believe that your neighbors, it's like a tailgate party. And people are gonna drive by and go, what in the world is going on? I want to call it the hope dealer a flag, but Diane told me not to because it was <laughs> a little hope dealer. What's going on? But hope is here, and so we're excited about that. So the wheelers are first. Uh, yep, next is the Holcomb's Garage. So you're also gonna want to head out to the Holcomb's Garage. Nice flat entryway in there. There are gonna be kids all around, so kids are welcome to come and hang out. We're gonna have something special for them to do as well. But you are gonna want to get to the Holcomb's Garage. They are gonna have a rowdy and fun time, and I and know a projector. you're gonna love it. And a projector. So who knows? See, I don't even know go how it's going to go. This could yeah. be like a giant Sean Petrie's head could be the size we yeah, we'll, of the house, maybe. I don't know. I don't know about uh, that. Next, you are going to want to really go to the Jensen's Back Deck. This is where the party people are at, okay? So you're going to want to check out um, the Jensen's Back Deck. They have a great, nice view out there. So if you get bored watching Sean talk, you can just check out the nice green And they might have some barbecue there, too. That's true. I never mean, know. You know, you never know what might happen. Jared Bob is going to be going to their house instead of my house. It's fine. You gotta move on. Um, next, the Hales are gonna be meeting in their driveway. Jody, who Sean talked about in his message, and Jamie are an incredible couple. They have such a heart and a passion to serve and do whatever, and they are pumped, and they are a ton of fun as well. So those are our Raymore ones. Yeah. Yes. Next, we move to our Belton ones. So we have got the Cubbly driveway, also next to a pool. So, I mean, if you pick on, this somebody. watch party in a few Come weeks, on. it might be time to open the pool and have a pool party. Just go swim the next Sunday. While you're real life, it's gonna Don't be awesome. It's, hey. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, go swim the next time. It's already past Memorial Day, so you'd be good to go. You'd be good. So the Cubbly Backyard, uh, the Chai's Back Deck, also going to be an incredible fun hangout time. You're going to want to bring your lawn chair and relax and hang out there. They're going to have a lot of fun with that. Um, Dusty is headed to his driveway. So out there in Belton, you are going to, this is the... Uh, 
the east of side of Belden if you're looking for your your map range here um, but they're gonna have a lot of fun out there I know their life group is never short of fun and laughing so that and Dusty's house there. is full of like animals he's he's killed and mounted so there's no space in his garage he has so many animals from all the <laughs> they're just gonna adventures be the he's on yes <laughs> so driveway room only so park yes. on the street um, next is the Johnson's garage so they are also gonna have a lot of fun time um, hanging out over there I don't know anything special about their garage but well, I Ryan think Michelle gonna are going to tear it up. So yes, no, they good. will. They're going to have a lot of fun as well. And their kiddos are awesome and will be there. Um, and the Goygacheas are going to be in their backyard, which I've seen pictures of on Facebook. And so I know they are love to have entertaining times. They are hospitable as you can get. Um, and then the Merediths on what they call on Facebook the Sea Street Circus. So we don't know what's going to happen <laughs> at their house, but you are going to have a great time connecting with our watch party hey, there. They so have golf carts. Yeah, get online and, and sign up. So I don't know what's going to go down, but it's going to be awesome watch party. Hey, so get signed up today. Then seriously, uh, click on the link, reallifechurchkc.com. Uh, we're excited to get everybody connected. Anything else on the watch parties? That's it, I, I think. I think we did it. I think I did it. And Diane and I <laughs> and uh, Barry and Christy, we're going to be rolling around different watch parties on the weekends um, just to say hi to everybody and cast a little vision. So we're excited what God's going to do. Uh, this last week was awesome. We went out to um, Carnegie Village. Uh, we did our first radio, real life radio, 1610. <laughs> uh, man, Victor tore it up. The band tore it up. Uh, uh, he's speaking and, and playing. And it was amazing uh, job, what, what everybody did. And we got awesome feedback. Uh, it's kind of hard to know how many people tuned in. We don't know how to figure that out yet. But um, yeah, it was awesome. Everybody's asking to do more of them. So we're excited for that. Um, we're excited to see what God's doing in the season. Um, this next week, we're going to be helping us uh, fill out food for the Belden Food Pantry again. Um, serving at heart and hand, um, all sorts of different stuff. So your generosity is making a difference. These watch parties didn't fall from the sky. I tell you, it's hard to find TV nowadays, um, but I'm telling you, God's using this season. So thank you for generosity. Thank you for all that you're doing. I encourage you to continue to be generous. You can give uh, online, go to churchkc.com. Give text to give 84321 or give uh, any amount through the mail to mail check in. So we appreciate you guys. Thanks for all you're doing. Get signed up. And what we're going to do is we're going to express our gratitude to Jesus. Come on, let's lift him up. Stand to your feet one more time. Uh, we're going to worship Jesus. Let him know you love him today. Come on, let's worship Jesus. See
What an encouragement, encouraging message just to have gratitude and, the, and just accept the blessings that God gives us in our life. So I just want to take a quick moment and just give a shout out to a great man that we lost this week, just passed away, Ravi Zacharias. Man, he's a man that just, he, he was a blessing in my life and probably so many of yours. And if you don't know who he is, I would encourage you to check out his story. But he was a Christian evangelist just to kings and presidents and just even the common people. I mean, he made an impact in college kids through the Passion Conferences and just going to colleges. Just he made a huge impact. And here's the cool thing, if you know who he is, or even if you don't, check it out. But he had a great ministry, but he had a really rough beginning. And so the short version is this, is as a 17-year-old, he had lost hope. And he was in a dark place, and he tried to commit suicide. And while he was laying in a hospital bed, a local Christian worker, a Youth for Christ guy, came by and gave his mom a Bible and told her to read uh, John 14 to, to Ravi whenever he, he was coming around. And that's what she did. And so he listened in the midst of being broken and, and having no hope. And he heard, he heard Jesus' words to his disciples as he was giving them comfort. And he came to, she came to the verse 19 says, uh, Jesus says, where I live, you shall live also. And when Ravi heard that, he knew that he had a purpose in life and he had a hope in life. And from there, it was all new and it was all changed. So maybe today, maybe you're in a spot like Ravi. Maybe you're not at suicide level, but maybe you're out of hope. Maybe you're looking for something. I want to encourage you that Jesus has a hope for you today, just like he had his first disciples 2,000 years ago for Ravi 60 years, 60 years ago. He has something for you today. We would love to give you that hope. If you're in a spot where you need some, please text us at Hope at 97000, we would love to connect with you and give you the same hope that Jesus had for those guys today. So I want to encourage you, don't change the channel. We have an awesome Real Life Kids Church coming up here in a few moments. There's some great activity songs and a message just for them, but it's for the whole family. You'll have a great time. Don't turn the channel. We'll be here in a few moments. And as always, you guys always remember, whoever finds Jesus discovers real life and purpose. 